This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hi, it's Claire Kimball here, the founder of The Squiz. This week marks six years of putting out The Squiz Today podcast, and I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening. If you love what we do, and we hope you do, please tell your friends about us. It's all the birthday present we could ever need. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 7th of February. In your Squiz Today... Alcohol bans are back, a killer quake in Turkey and Syria, get your interest rate stack hat on, and a freshly minted EGOT. This is your Squiz Today. Alcohol bans will be reinstated in Central Australian communities, Claire. It follows temporary restrictions that were put in place almost two weeks ago to reduce the crime levels after the troubles in Alice Springs came into focus. NT Chief Minister Natasha Files yesterday said that she'll introduce the legislation to back the bans next week when the Territory's Parliament resumes its sittings. And at the federal level, the Albanese government's pledged $250 million in extra funding. That'll go to things like youth engagement and education programs, also job creation and improved services for Central Australia. Uh, This all came about yesterday with the release of a report into alcohol-related harm in the region. Uh, You might remember that that was the report that Prime Minister Anthony Albanese requested during his visit to Alice Springs uh, that came almost two weeks ago. And as for how the bans will work, we won't know exactly until the legislation is shared publicly. But Files says communities will play a large part in developing the alcohol management plans. She says she's heard loud and clear that communities need to be part of the solution. Yeah, but Files has changed her position. Uh, It was just a fortnight ago that she rejected calls for the reintroduction of those alcohol bans after the laws lapsed in July last year. Uh, She said that the bans were racist, uh, but there was a chorus of support for the introduction of the bans. And one thing that's known about the new laws uh, is that there will be a provision for communities that want to allow grog in. Uh, But to get there, 60% of residents would need to agree. Uh, But between now and when the new laws are in place, Files says that there'll be a circuit breaker uh, that will be temporary dry zones in those communities. Uh, Also, the restrictions on alcohol sales in Alice Springs will stay in place for now. Um, The feedback is that those restrictions are helping bring crime down. The PM also spoke about moves to establish an Indigenous voice to Parliament yesterday, Claire. He said he's hopeful that it would be in place by mid-2025 if Aussies vote yes in the referendum this year. That's not the only update, though. Green Senator and Indigenous woman Lydia Thorpes resigned from her party yesterday. She wants to see treaty negotiations before a voice to Parliament. She says her focus will now be to grow and amplify the Black sovereign movement in this country. 
Claire, the death toll continues to rise after a massive earthquake on the border of southern Turkey and northern Syria. The latest reports say more than 2,600 people have died and over 12,000 others are injured and rescuers are still searching the rubble. Yeah, it was a magnitude 7.8 disaster. It struck at 4.17am local time on Monday. There was a second tremor that hit nine minutes later. Uh, One of the big problems with earthquakes that hit that early in the morning is that a lot of people are at home uh, and that they're sleeping. So those apartment buildings that have come down, uh, homes and other buildings have caught a lot of people uh, and there are a lot of search efforts going on at the moment to try and find as many survivors as possible. Uh, What reports say is that the vibrations from that quake were felt as far away as Lebanon and Greece, even Israel and Cyprus and Turkish state media are shown footage of people really frantically running uh, on snow-covered streets to try and find relatives and loved ones. And Turkey's President Tayyip Erdogan says it's the strongest earthquake that's hit since December 1939. And in war Syria, the situation's been described as disastrous. There's reports that many people are still trapped under buildings in rebel-held parts of the country. PM Anthony Albanese has offered Australia's condolences and says the government's not yet aware of any Aussies caught up in the tragedy. Today's the day Aussies find out if we're in for another interest rate rise, which will put an end to the two-month summer reprieve. The Reserve Bank Board is meeting for the first time this year and economists have been kept busy sharing their predictions. Yeah, it's what you think about summer, isn't it? You know, warm weather, (laughs) ice creams and a reprieve of interest rate increases. But look, we'll see what happens today. Certainly when you look across the analysts, there seems to be consensus that there will be an interest rate lift. Uh, Many are predicting a 0.25% hike. Uh, That would take rates from 3.1% to 3.35%. The Commonwealth Bank is a bit of an outlier. It's warning that there's a chance that the rate increase could be as much as 0.4%. So I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens today. Uh, If rates are up, it's the ninth consecutive rate increase. Uh, It also means that if you've got a $500,000 mortgage, uh, you are shelling out more than $900 extra a month uh, when it comes to making your repayments than when we started in May last year. And those predictions are likely to be especially tough to hear for $800 thousand households who are on the so-called mortgage cliff. That's referring to people who are set to come off their low fixed rates later this year. It's been a rocky few days for US-China relations, Claire, but Australia is still on track to strengthen our relationship with the Asian superpower after trade officials from both countries met virtually yesterday. When it comes to Australia, our trade minister, Don Farrell, uh, had a meeting with his counterpart uh, yesterday. It's the first meeting of its kind since 2019. Uh, That really does go back to how difficult things have been in getting these high-level 
international discussions about our relationship and, of course, trade is a really big part of it. Um, since that time, there have been restrictions on wine exports, barley, lobsters, uh, timber, all sorts of things. So a lot of exporters who really do want things to improve so that we can get our exports back into the China market. Yeah, and as you said, it's all part of an ongoing thawing of the tensions that emerged during the pandemic between Australia and China. You might remember that was all to do with the Morrison government's calls for an investigation into the origins of COVID. The Albanese government says our differences should be managed wisely, but says it hasn't given ground on things that matter. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. It was a huge day for recording artists yesterday, Claire, with the latest Grammy winners announced. Kudos to Harry Styles for winning Album of the Year. But all eyes were on Beyonce, who locked in her status as the most decorated artist of all time. She scooped four awards to put her at 32 career wins just incredible. And her husband, Jay-Z, was on hand, of course, to give her a standing ovation, as so many did yesterday. Uh, She was fighting back tears after she received all these new awards with those four extra ones to put on the shelf. I kind of wonder how many, like how big does your shelf have to be to put all your Grammys (laughs) on? Surely a whole room. (laughs) Exactly. Good luck to her. Um, Look, it was an incredible win, but also someone else to point out is Viola Davis. She's an actress. She's better known for for being uh, on our TV screen and on the film screen. Uh, But she became the 18th person ever to achieve EGOT status. That means that she's won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar and a Tony. They're all the big ones when it comes to entertainment in the US. Yeah, she secured the G in that title by winning the best audiobook narration and storytelling recording for her memoir, Finding Me. And as with all our favourite awards shows, Claire, there were some wild outfits on display on the red carpet. Wild outfits (laughs) on display. If you've got a bit of time today, I will add a link to a gallery in the show notes. Squeeze the day, Claire. We'll be keeping an eye on Canberra today because there's an important visitor dropping by. Yeah, new Kiwi Prime Minister Chris Hipkins. He's heading there to meet with Prime Minister Albanese. Um, There was an announcement last week that we talked about. uh, We're going to be changing our approach to deporting Kiwi criminals, um, many of whom have lived most of their lives here. So that removes a big barnacle in that relationship. I'm really hoping that Hipkins brings a nice Otago penis with him for the host. Oh yeah, nice. (laughs) And that's us done this morning. Thank you as always for listening. We'll be back in your ears tomorrow. G'day, Kate Watson here. I'm the host of Weekly Wrap and News Club, a place for conversations about the news. It's budget week, so I'm here to tell you about our News Club episode from last week, where Claire chatted with James Chessel. He's the former managing director of publishing at Nine Entertainment. He was also a staffer earlier in his career, so they have a good chat about how the budget sausage is made. Here's a small snippet. 
the most important policy or set of policies the government will announce every year. So it's important that it's not um, announced willy-nilly, although mm. they do leak <laughs> a, a fair amount of it. Yeah. And there is a famous time when a, when um, Laurie Oakes, the nine journalist, got his hand on the budget papers b- the day before the budget and was it's able to such print. such an incredible story. Was able to print a lot of it, um, which was, you know, absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is a lot of what the Treasurer will announce has the ability to move markets, yeah. um, direct impact on on businesses and, and other organisations. So, you know, there does need to be some rigour and uh, confidence that it will be handed, handled in an appropriate, appropriate way. For more on that chat, just search for News Club in your podcast app or follow the link in your episode notes.